Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mind Body, Body Stuff. Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. Welcome back. Um, I think Michelle told us this is episode number 30. I think it's I think that's right. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's Good a big job. deal. Woo! Look at us. We're celebrating. <laughs> we're committed. We're committed. Yeah. And we have fun. Thing. And we have so much fun. And we're learning so much about each other and about the world and about you guys. And totally. I mean, it's, I'm just so thankful to be able to do this. It makes me think about stuff. It makes in, me think about so much stuff. Every week. We're I now. Know. Sometimes I get a little lazy, you know, I just want to lay around. I'm like, oh, I totally oh, no, agree. I got to think about this. I love that too. I, um, it's constantly making me stay engaged and mindful. I can't imagine like being like um, Anderson Cooper or <laughs> you again with your. Oh my God! <laughs> what about Anderson Cooper? What about Walter Cronkite? <laughs> what about you, Anderson? How do you feel like every day you're having to think of? I would be so like. I guess my voice would hurt after a while from talking that much. <laughs> <laughs> my brain would hurt. <laughs> my brain would hurt too. Or it would never stop, and then yeah. we'd have a big, big problem. <laughs> um what would you like to say this week Kaylee oh my god what what do I want to say this week well we have an an interesting a really actually I think this is such a good question um I'm gonna share what a reader wrote and she said is there such a thing as too much Ula my husband says he understands my need to do it but he also seriously thinks Ula is a cult and says it bothers him when I tell people I'm obsessed about it I've tried to explain to him that doing ULA makes me a better person, wife, mother, but I feel like he really doesn't get it. I've also encouraged him to come so he can see what it's about, but he's not interested. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And I think uh, probably most of you out there listening can relate to this in some way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I can. Can you? Oh, yeah. In fact, I was talking to my husband about it last night. About ULA? We were talking about the podcast, oh, the podcast, and he was like, oh, what a great topic. <laughs> and he said, I, th- I think we had trouble with that in the beginning, mm-hmm. he admitted. Um, Does he listen to our podcast? He listens sometimes. He listened in the beginning a lot, and now he doesn't listen as much anymore. So oh, I feel like really? I have more We've only got better. I know. I should make him listen to one. Hey, Mikey. You. He listens to like weird basketball podcasts. Like, what do they talk about? In what basketball? about Dirk Nowitzki retiring soon? What a great player he was. Oh, and it's whole podcast on that? Whole podcast. And they have famous players and they interview them and then oh, they'll talk about their, their opinions. That's cool. Anyway, that's what he likes. Well, you know. But that's too bad because he'd be learning something important right now. Well, we know a few things he needs to propose to you. Never proposed. Okay. What else have we learned that Mikey needs to do? Um, He needs to clean the house. He needs to clean the house more. He needs to propose. He needs to um, pay attention. Pay attention, Mike. Pay attention. If you're listening. Because sometimes when I talk, how about you guys? Do you ever have that when you're talking to your partner and they kind of zone out? Yeah. And I could be saying, like, then I throw something really serious in, you know, like, <laughs> that's too bad that Josephine lost her toe today, you know, and still yeah. there's nothing. And he doesn't respond. Nothing. So, you know, anyway. I think Rob would say that that's more me. More you. Yeah, you're more like that. I can check out. But he, but Rob talks so slow. <laughs> like, I feel like sometimes my brain just goes super fast. Like, when I listen back to podcasts or audiobooks, I always do it at 1.5 speed you do like I can't I almost have a hard time like paying attention when somebody talks to me really slow it's like I just I, I lose him and he's so thoughtful and deliberate and he's putting so much like 
you know, thought into what he's saying. And it does, it has the opposite effect on me. Then I'm like, I literally cannot track what you're talking about. You check out. I totally check out. check out. And he's like, hello. Although I did just run into an old boyfriend. Exciting to say. Uh, in Hawaii? In Hawaii. And, um, and he was the opposite of Mike. Like, he was always engaged. Oh. Like, how are you today? That's obnoxious, What's too. happening now? And I realized when I talked to him, I was like, oh, you are very irritating. Uh, like, yeah. it would just make my energy go up even higher. Right. That with Mike, maybe it's better for me to have someone that, you know, I have to constantly make, yeah, you need to pay attention to me. Right. I, I know. I kind of, I, I kind of like to be with someone who likes me, but not that, not too much. Yeah, too much. I was like, that's frightening. <laughs> that's and are you listening annoying. to every word I say? Because <laughs> I'm not that interesting. It's not that good, really. It's not really that, or that funny, or that sad. <laughs> Except oh back to our topic. Okay, back to um, our So how do you think, and I'll share my experience with Roberto as well, but how, how did you and Mike get through this? I think he figured out at first, you know, you start and you start and you get addicted. Right. And then you just start doing it all the time. You talk about all the time. And he, he was just like, what is your problem? Like, stop. He doesn't talk about his workouts all the time. Right. You know, and, um. Because ours is more than just a workout. (laughs) Full body fitness. (laughs) Um, but, but finally. Oh my God, I'm getting really hot. All I am too. Whoa, all of a sudden, what just happened in I don't here? know, but now I you made me down hot. a little bit. Oh my God. Uh-oh, it's just bad. got really hot. Um, I'm Woo! super suggestible too. So now I'm like, I feel very, very hot as well. It's flushing here. Um, but what was I, I talking? Flush? Sorry. Uh, you're saying that Mike doesn't come home and talk about his workout. Oh yeah. And so, but he figured out that Ula. So then I was like, okay, then I won't go. Oh, you said that? Yeah, I was like, oh, I won't go. Oh, you're such a brat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you push me. I'm like, oh, I won't Fine. go. I won't go. And then he, I would get grumpier and grumpier until finally he was like, you need to go. Yeah. Or have you gone? Sure. Have you gone to Ula today? Sure. So I create a little reverse psychology. You're like, how do you like this? You're like, <laughs> and then he figured out like, whoa, this makes her happy. And then we had a few like really deep discussions about, you know, I have supported you in your life and your yeah. dreams of wanting to be a raft guide or be outdoors yeah. and create businesses that way, yes. which he has done. And I have supported for 20 years. Right. And I said, I think it's only fair that at this age of my life, you now turn around and support me. Yes. Um, and not financially, but with your positive energy totally. in this just, business yeah. that I love doing that obviously makes me very, very happy. And right. he said, you are exactly right. It does make you very happy. So I well, better. And, and I mean, and also you now travel all the time with Ula. So not only do you go to classes, but I mean, he's really had to, he's had to adjust significantly to you, not only going to Ula a lot, but working for Ula, talking about it, having so many friends that do Ula, that mm-hmm. a lot of the conversations socially are around, are Ula. around Ula. And then on top of that, for you to be gone at least once a month. At least once a month for Ula. But he he was gone a lot. Right. The first 20 years of our marriage. Sure. So, and again, yeah. if he tries to complain about that, I don't know about what you folks feel, but I bring up to him, hey, you know, I was home and I made it possible for, for you, you to, do, to do those things, which you love doing and continue yeah. to do. He t- continues to travel for his work as well. Yeah. 
And he immediately, if, if I catch him on that, he immediately goes, exactly. You're exactly right. <laughs> I'm all, hashtag me too. I'm like, don't push me. And he, but if I use that logic. <laughs> okay. I wrap it all in. <laughs> Back off, buddy. <laughs> it's women's time, okay? And he gets all like, oh, oh, oh here she goes. <laughs> He's like, let me play She's this gonna give you woman up. Now watch woman me up. dance. <laughs> you're going to love it. And you're going to like it. And you're going to say good things about <laughs> it. But I think, so over time, and he would admit this too, and I'm going to make him listen to this. Oh, yeah. Mike, do you hear that? Hey, Mike. How's it going? <laughs> We're going to make you listen to this. Um, <laughs> that he would agree that, you know, this is my thing. And he yeah. has his thing. Yeah. And, and certainly it's tough on us. His thing is tough on me sometimes. Right. And my thing is tough on him sometimes. Yeah. There's always toughness in relationship. Yes. That doesn't mean we stop doing it or we separate. You yes. Know. Exactly. Anyway, your thoughts as I... Yeah, my thoughts. Well, I feel in my... Uh, I guess my relationship is maybe a little bit different just because it is my company. And uh, I feel like anybody who's started a business, which you know also be... Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're passionate about it, it's completely all encompassing. Mm -hmm. Like all encompassing. Yes. And uh, Rob is, he's incredibly supportive. Like he's, uh, he's very supportive and he has supported the work financially. He's supported, uh, taking care of the children. Once we had kids with his time. Thank you. That's the way to say it. Um, so now he, like, I've actually probably backed off how much I talk about Ula or how much I actually work a lot less than I used to as well. Um, so I've gotten to the point where there, there does, uh, feel to be more balance with it, but he still doesn't like when all of my friends are over and we talk because it, I don't know why we always do talk about Ula, but when Ula is your job, it's your friendship friendship group. group it's you know the way that you feel healthy both physically and mentally and you know for me not for everybody but spiritually it's it's a way in which I do a lot a lot a lot of my personal work is through this vehicle that just happens to be Ula and I think sometimes um I think he could probably benefit from some of the conversations but because it's Ula then he just kind of checks, checks out. out yeah that's he, it's says. not like he doesn't want me to you know work as hard as I work or you know travel or do whatever like he's supportive of it all but he just doesn't really want to be involved right in in that capacity in that capacity like he'll support me doing it but he doesn't necessarily want to hear about it mike loved at the wedding my daughter's wedding which we talked about already um rob and kaylee were there and we were all dancing it was great dancing as we talked about and uh we had we had arranged that two Ula songs would be in the dancing oh, playlist yeah, this was part funny. way through. Oh my god, we got in a fight about this. And this was hilarious because <laughs> Mike was Mike was there kind of staying near Rob and and then suddenly, magically, like a third song, we didn't pick it, it just another song came up. Oh, and yeah. uh, and Rob said something like, You're not gonna do Ula to this, are you? Like, <laughs> you know, really don't do it. And, and Mike's like, I heard him say that. I heard him. Because <laughs> Mike was thinking the same thing, like 
But then Mike said, but you know how, but Mike was so, he always just changes it because he loved that Rob said that because yeah. I think he feels guilty sometimes too. Totally. Like, totally. really, oh, we have God, to watch you, you dance yeah. this again. Yeah. Or, yeah, Rob was like concerned that people who didn't do Ula would feel excluded or like yeah. they couldn't also dance to those songs. Right. But Mike was like, but you know what, you guys, when you did it, it, everyone wanted to dance. Oh, that's He nice said it really Mike. was the, it, everyone, you could feel the energy just go up and Aww. people were talking in the crowd about it. And yeah, so it, it wasn't like how they are or some of our spouses are or friends who maybe are like, oh God, don't do that one more time. Right. Because it was brand new to all these people at the totally. wedding. So they're like, oh, what's that? How exciting. And how do they know all the moves to yeah. that song? Yeah, Rob was, we got in a fight because there were, uh, uh, I don't, and I think we were like being like, oh, what song should we should we request stuff like that? And he was like, just don't do any more Ula songs, okay? And I'm like, Rob, relax. He's like, no. He was very conscientious about making sure that the other like guests at the wedding didn't feel excluded mm-hmm. by it. He was like really, he was very sensitive. Yeah, about that. he was aware. I could tell he was aware. He was of being it. really aware of that, which Mike really liked. Mike's like, oh, good, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but I do have some theories as to why sometimes our partners, or I, I also will say, um, maybe, we've had friends even, oh, I, totally I have friends. friend groups who are just like, please don't talk about this. And my family. Oh, and my family my too. My family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and at the beginning, I, here's another thing that's actually really, this is not the necessarily ULA side, but this is the business owning side. I try to remind everybody in my life, like I am not strapped to my desk from nine to five, Monday through Friday. But you have to tolerate the fact that I'm gonna be working sometimes when I'm hanging out, but appreciate the fact that I'm home rather than at the office. Right. But I've gotten, like, I know that my family has definitely had issue with the fact that, oh, you're working again or you're on your phone. And it's like, yeah, but I'm also at lunch. Would you rather I'm not here? Yeah. Would you rather me me being at the office? Right, exactly. Like, I have a business run. And sometimes I'm like, do you not take it seriously because I own it and it seems like it's a fun business? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people can get confused. And again, I'm talking about as a oh, business owner a perspective. I that think my mom is like that. Yeah, She's it's like, like, well, it's dance. They don't take it seriously because we enjoy it so much. Yeah, you're dancing. You're and just, it's fun. You dance around. You've always been dancing around. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, yeah, but take this seriously, what I'm doing. Because I'm trying to do like big big stuff yeah we're not just dancing around it's not just dancing around it, it, it the, the dance is merely the vehicle to be doing bigger work. work and so sometimes i'm like okay but you're not taking this seriously you think and i'm on facebook a lot and so it's like get off of facebook it's like yeah but so I, unfortunately a lot of my work is actually through this medium Social i'm very media. sorry mm-hmm. but it, it is. is yeah anyways as you can tell i also have some issues <laughs> with this <laughs> um Really? But, but anyways, getting hot again. <laughs> um, but some of, okay, so here are a couple of theories that I have. Number one, I think that people can feel left out. Yes. And we were talking about this, like sometimes when you come back from Ula, you have this like really big energy 
that if you're coming home to a partner, they're like, they're, you're not sharing this. And I mean, you may be like, hi, I'm so happy to see you. You have all this energy, but you're going to come home probably with a different presence than when you left. Yes. And I think that can be like, well, w- why? Like, what is that? It's, it's, you know, it's a dance fitness class. Like, right. You know, but you're like, no, but then I, you know, blah, like all this big stuff that can, that can happen and that can, you know, change the way that you feel. I think that there's that piece of like missing out on something, but also not really wanting to be a part of that. But then also noticing that your, you know, that your person's energy comes back and it is so big and so excited. And so this kind of like, well, I don't think I fit in that. But then how do we, how, how, do, do, we how do our energies fit match, together? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And, and I've had that happen actually the opposite to me where someone will come back from something like, I just did a hundred mile bike ride. You oh, know? yeah. And they're just like, yeah. yeah. And I get kind of jealous. I don't know why, but I get like, why are you so happy? That's sure. my cynical nature. Yeah, sure. And then I and then I want to do the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, bike riding's bad for your groin. Or, you know, I, I try and <laughs> you say, totally would say I always that. say like I'm like and then I'm like, what am I ta- like talking about? Like, <laughs> that's super rude. And the person is happy. It's really happy. Just let the person be happy. Yeah. But I do it's that, that weird feeling of feeling left out. Yeah. And that I don't have that feeling of euphoria. Right. And then I'm kind of jealous of them. Totally. Like, why are you so euphoric? Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. I what did you do to get that? That feeling of left out or jealousy. Yeah. My other theory uh, is, which I think is very true in some cases, is with friendships or partnerships or whatever, it may be um, sometimes there's this, like, um, enjoyment of dependency. Mm-hmm. So, or this comfort, we get comfortable with someone being very dependent on us for their happiness. And that gives us a, a sense of security, B, a sense of like, um, value worth and C, I think it gives a sense of power to mm-hmm. be needed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. feels good to be needed. And I think sometimes, for some yeah, for some of us. Yeah. And, and I think what can sometimes happen is that as a person does more of their personal work and starts to feel more whole and starts to feel like they need less reassurance from other people and they start to build up that confidence and that sense of self-worth and value and feel like they can take up space and use their voice and all these things that we that we try to get people to experience and feel in an ULA class, then a partner or a friend or a, a, a mother or a child, whoever the relationship is with, I think they can start to feel like, well, what's my role in your life now? Now because now you don't need me as much. You're, you yes. don't, you're not so needy for this sense of reassurance or like, you know, I was always the person that you needed to talk to when you were feeling, you know, whatever. But now it seems like you can go to Ula and come back and yes. feel so much better. Right. And so I think that they feel, sometimes they can feel like their worth or their value has changed because the individual going to Ula feels more capable and able to take care of themselves. And we, they talk about that in couples therapy, in relation th- therapy, you know, whether it's friendship or in, in families or with couples, uh-huh. when somebody changes. Yes. And how totally. difficult. And, how and even, even if it's like somebody changes for the better. Absolutely. It, they always say, okay, now anticipate this is going to be difficult for this relationship. Yes. Isn't because that interesting? It's interesting because mm-hmm. you're used to relationship being this way. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't great that way. But that's what you're that used was comfortable. to. That was what you're comfortable with. That yes. you know what to expect. Yes. And so there's always going to be difficulty 
when not always, but it's challenging when somebody but I think most, changes. Most, in most cases, yeah, yes, a, a change usually has an element of upheaval to yes, it. Yes, and, and you, and then everything has to be kind of redefined, redefined before, sure. according to it. So now sure. it's like we didn't have Ula before, uh huh, and now Jane has Ula, right? And now what do we want to do with that? Yes. Because now she seems to have a bigger voice. She seems very energetic. Maybe, yeah, happier. She, she has seemed, new friends she has we new, don't know. And she's maybe busy with them sometimes. Yeah, and I used to always, you know, we used to do this every single Sunday, and now she wants to go to Ula, and I feel like, well, how does that affect me? Right, and what does that mean for our relationship? And what does that mean for our relationship? Mm-hmm. That's another thing that I think can happen. Um, I also, what, what was, was that C? I can't remember what that one was. Um, and then the next theory or, or experience that I've had is that, um, Ula, if we go back to that value sheet that we keep talking about and that so many of you have Mm -hmm. emailed asking for, which is awesome. And I hope it's been helpful for you guys. What we're saying with this value sheet is that, um, for, for, those of us who do ULA for more than just the physical fitness of ULA, which I know that there are definitely some out there who do it just for physical fitness, but for those of us who, who use ULA for the, for the more kind of full being health and wellness, ULA can check off a lot of those boxes, a lot mm-hmm. of those values that, that we as humans, um, most of us value. So like, um, friendship, um, community, community, um, um, uh, civil service, sort of almost like, you know, doing you, you, in your, your community, lots of times yeah. there's something like, well, we learned we can help over at the shelter or something like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, what are the spirituality. other ones? Spirituality. Yeah, spirituality, um, education. There's so many different, I think, um, checks that we can put on those boxes through ULA Especially as Ula has developed throughout the years, like I mean, just as a reminder, it just started with 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 Ula the class, mm-hmm. and so then because of my just interest in personal growth, and then you know obviously be bringing you on and your interest and your experience and. Um, you know, from what went from a class, I mean, now we're doing workshops that don't even include dancing, you know? And so we're now, ULA is this, this thing that is much, much bigger than just a physical workout. And so therefore for, for many of us, it can check off so many of those boxes. Whereas maybe our partners go hop on the treadmill for 45 minutes or go and you know like lift weights or go for a run and maybe they're checking off a few of of the boxes but maybe they're not understanding that um that it's this it's you know they're like why if it's just a workout class like why are you so right it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense they're not yeah. understanding that that it's you know it's, it's fulfilling so much broader parts than us. just a workout class mm-hmm. and it's hard to explain because of course we we are again trying to sort of redefine the fitness world, yeah. you know, or, or the or how how people view fitness, and so it's hard when we have one sense of fitness is when I go to the gym and I get on my treadmill and I do my weights and then and then I go home and I feel pretty good, but we you know we Ula is so much broader than that that it's very hard to define and talk to someone else not who hasn't experienced it. Yes. Exactly. They're yeah. kind of like, what are you talking about? Well, and even if, and I, I love when they're like, is it a cult? 
I know. Is it some type of cult? I know. You know, it's like, That's well, funny. it's a it's a fitness health. But I would argue cult. I would argue that the CrossFit people and the Soul Cycle and all those people, they probably I mean, I know that they get that whole same cult thing, but it's because they have created communities just like we do with Ula. And I yes. think that is the key. And our partners can feel really left out um, when we are now part Good of a point. community that they are not, because in most of our most other aspects of our lives, we share community with our partner uh we live in the same neighborhood we have the same usually um like social group we attend the same church our kids attend the school where all these other parents you know are there we share a lot a lot a lot a lot with our with our partner in life is a shared sense of community Mm -hmm. and i think what can happen is then when when one of the partners finds a community and we are human. I mean, community is a massively important thing as humans. And so I think when one partner kind of enters this new community, the other partner can be like, what is happening? Where'd you go? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I get it. Like, oh, I yeah. totally get it. And I think also, like, let's just say we dance around the kitchen and be like, look at this dance that we do at Ula. They're going to watch and they're going to see how happy you are. But they, they can't just by watching us dance around to a song in the kitchen understand the depth of the entirety of the experience feels in community like the stories that come out the sharing the trust the love the you know all of that that happens and so the looks you share with women in class or men in class sometimes where you're just like yeah me too yeah and so i think they're kind of like that's nice but why but like why 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 is this that important looks like a fun dance that was fun yeah sure but what yeah. So I, I don't think that they totally, I don't think they totally understand it. But B, I think you made the best point when you said, you know, as we change, we have to expect that our relationships are, we have to expect a little bit of, of shifting. A little upheaval. A little upheaval mm-hmm. as these relationships and the, and the people within the relationship um, redefine themselves. Yes. Because they're like, what's happening? Where did you go? Usually we do this at this time and now you're, you're doing this other thing at this time. And why are you so happy? Yeah. Even though the person recognizes that you, how great that you are happy. And then you have these new friends and then you and these new friends then are talking about this thing that I still don't understand. I don't understand. It's almost like everyone's speaking a different language than the partner. And the partner's like, what is everyone talking about? Totally. You know, maybe they're speaking Cantonese and nobody else knows (laughs) it, you know, and you're like, why is everyone in this room speaking Cantonese? (laughs) You know, <laughs> and you're just shouting like, hello, hello, hello. does anybody hear me? But don't you think it is funny? I will have to say this, that when people who do ULA um, get together, they talk about ULA a lot. Like, it's not like we just found each other and now we're like, oh, we're good friends. And now we just hang out. But like, ULA people talk about ULA a lot. Yeah, they do. But I also, it's funny that you mentioned CrossFit because I remember Mike got into CrossFit for a while. Yeah. And everyone, they were all talking about CrossFit a lot. Well, they all talk about CrossFit. I have a friend on, <laughs> on Facebook. Well, she's a good friend of mine in real life, but I we don't live in the same town, so I only see her on Facebook. Everything she posts about is CrossFit and her CrossFit friends and cheering her CrossFit friends on. I'm like, see, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Because CrossFit has created a very strong community. Mm -hmm. It's community. Mm -hmm. And I mean, unfortunately, like, uh, I think a lot of our partners, well, I don't know. Maybe our partners would like Ula. Maybe they wouldn't. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Mine hasn't come. He's afraid. What's he afraid of? He's afraid it's going to be too hard. (laughs) It would be too hard. Mike, are you listening? <laughs> He's always like, I don't think I could do all that stuff that you're doing there. Um, 
But it's funny because he's a great dancer and he loves to dance. He is. You guys are all such great dancers. You guys should have seen all of Bernice's children dancing at Joe's wedding. Like, I was standing there in shock about how good of a dancer all of your children are. They were. It was really... Like, to see Sam and Ev especially, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. they're good dancers. And then how about when Ray jumped in? And Ray, too. I mean, yes, they're all just I so I was like, good. whoa, Ray's jumping in. And then Ray was just kind of jamming. Oh, you guys are going to love this, too. Here's an aside. They had an assembly at school the other day. Yeah. And it had a dance-off. Oh, no way. And it was the high school kids and the grade school kids. Cute. So the high school kids came in, and they, they'd been taking line dancing classes. Uh-huh. So they were real good. <laughs> and swing classes. So the boys were flipping the girls. and Fun. And uh, and then it's the um, grade school kids. And so everyone, and Ray has just started this school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and everyone, it goes, okay, who wants to come up? And everyone chant, chants, Ray. No Ray, way. Ray. And he gets up. No way. Yep. And he just starts dancing. They said it was great. He was dancing on the How floor. How did they all know he was such a good dancer? I have no idea. Did he dance around at school? He must dance around he at school. He must for them to know. And this is a sixth grader. So it's pretty cool to see a sixth grade a, yeah, boy a totally grade boy. unafraid. Yeah. Like all mm-hmm. the, the teachers came up and they're like, it was so like, it's so great to see the confidence in the yeah. movement and owning kind of who you are. Yeah. Your authenticity. Yeah. And there's another little boy dancing up there with him who had kind uh-huh. of special needs. And Ray was dancing around him. And then the the high school kids were doing swing dancing. So Ray then picked up the little boy Aww. and carried him off stage. He did. Yeah, and the little boy was clapping. Oh, that is so cool. But how wonderful that story. we've been able to model that. Well, totally. For this, this generation of boys, too, yep. I think. That's a whole other topic, of course, that we've covered off and on. But... You know, I love that. I Ray is. I mean, you guys are such, such, such great examples and great models as parents. Like all of your kids are so cool. Oh, I love. I mean, we they are. They're so cool. Difficulties off and on, as everyone does as parents. Who but yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, but you know, I, I think love that. Back to Mike coming to Ula, I think he's, you know, he's kind of afraid. And I don't know if, if any also, of the other, other anyone else's wanna, partners are, feel that but way. I also want to say, like, the thing about you and Mike is you accept that the other person has interests and you don't have to be involved in everything the other person does. Yeah. And I think there's that beautiful, like, I don't want to go like, to say, this thing is mine. Yes. And he kind and of recognizes, me, yeah. like, that's your thing. I and it made my partner happy. at Ula. Yeah. I need a space for me to not be a mom, to not be a wife, to not be anything to anybody else. I want to show up and just be there for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want my, oops, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting excited over here. Yeah. My hands are flying. <laughs> I don't want, I don't, I don't, I don't want anyone else there. I mean, yeah, maybe friends. But I, I, I don't need my partner. And there. almost sometimes when I know people too well. Oh, I get nervous. I get nervous too. Or if it's just a class with everyone, either our regular participants and new people I don't know, then I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. But sometimes with people I know, for some reason, I don't know. I feel more like, uh-oh, they're going to think that is such a good point. Differently of me. That or, is such a good point. Like, I'm not I sure had, why that is. We had some friends in town. And um, I'm like, they like, they've heard about Ula for years. They live in England and they came to Ula one on Monday night and I was nervous for them to be there. And then I was kind of like nervous after class, like when we went home to be like, I didn't see that side of me ever. Have you? (laughs) You know, it's like, it's almost kind of like, I don't know. I felt a little like not embarrassed. I don't want to, maybe even a little embarrassed. 
But this Ula One release has some kind of like intense stuff going on in it. So, yeah. you know, part of it is like, whoa, was that a lot? Was that too much? And but then again, it just but taps is that the into... separateness thing too? Like, why why are we uncomfortable? I don't know. And then it taps into my like, you know, the fear of being too much and the fear of being not enough. It's the same fear, the mm-hmm. fear of being yourself. And I just thought, oh, this is obviously, you know, when I'm outside of Ula, I can be this like controlled, mm-hmm. I, I can show you. Or I can, you know, interact in a way that is very much like how I feel like I should be interacting. But mm-hmm. in Ula, I kind of just like say, F it. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. just, you know? Yeah. And then it's kind of like I just open the floodgates to actually being exactly how I want to be in this space. And then I get kind of embarrassed when people from my regular life come to Ula because oh, I'm like, like, yeah, so that was, that's me in there. <laughs> Sorry about that loud but again, like on that one part. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> wasn't it great though wasn't that a great the moment panting, we shared together the sexual panting. but I and, and this is what I always 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 go back to you guys have heard me say this a million times Which but the like. work that I try to do in Ula, I want it to transfer to the rest of my life so part of that is just me getting comfortable just showing up and fully embodying who I am and how I'm feeling in that moment and taking up space you know it's like we do have this like great little cocoon as we refer to it in Ula and then the work is then transferring that out. And so um, I obviously still need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting conundrum there. But of course I'm not going <laughs> to like... You got yourself a conundrum. I've got a conundrum right there. What do you think that means? <laughs> got to work on that. Um, but that is interesting how... Of course I'm not going to go out and just like start singing. Panting and slapping. I'm alive. Or yeah, or that, yeah. You know, and just yeah. flinging my arms around and kind of working on my core there. <laughs> I did that class. I did it on Monday. My both of my my bleaks on both sides again. You guys remember that song? I'm alive. <laughs> just like wow, I that's painful. <laughs> so surprising when you work oh, that thrashing certain, the thrashing when you work certain areas like that. Rob will come to Ula one, not a lot, but he likes it. He just it just doesn't always fit in his schedule. Well, especially because he. I have to watch the children while I'm at class. Right. For one of them. And then the other one is just kind of a hard time for him to get to. But he likes Ula One. Well, and I think Mike would like Ula One too. I mean, he likes the stretching. He liked yeah. yoga a lot. And, and I, he liked yeah. even the, what's the sweaty yoga? The hot, you know, where oh, it's the hot yoga. Hot yoga. Bikram. Love the hot, hot yoga. yoga. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, Rob, I think Rob would say Ula One is much more um, accessible or up his alley. Mm hmm. Than the da- than the dance than the dance one. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to love to dance. I don't. I don't. You know, it's like that doesn't enhance our relationship in any way. No, I don't think. no, I don't. I think it is cool because I know that some of you guys do dance with your partners, partners and I think that is awesome. And like, I would love to hear from you guys. Yeah, I would like, love to hear from how you did guys. your partners get involved? I know. Or were they involved first, and then did they like invite Angel? You? If you're listening, I know you and your husband dance together all the time. Like, how does that feel? Do you ever feel like it's like, you know, your thing or like, how did you invite him into that space? Do you ever feel like, I don't know. Is it, is he in your space? Although it seems like you guys just have probably other stuff going on, but this happens to be something you like to do together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it would be a really cool thing for Robin to do. I don't, I don't know. I mean, poor Rob. We did the Ula photo shoot 
photo shoot like a month. I didn't know he was in the. I I wasn't there that day, and suddenly I'm like, is that Rob in the in the pictures? Oh, he couldn't follow anything, but he was trying so hard. His he little was face. Saying, he's all kind of like, kind of like a worried look with his hands know, up. He like, totally. And I'm did. like, oh. And everyone's looking front because obviously it's a photo shoot, but he was like. Like looking directly at me, like his head was like turned trying to figure out. I was out wondering what to that he do. kind of looked like a deer in the headlights, like kind of looking big eyed oh, over. And I'm guy. like, oh, something's happening. Yeah, I, and he was yeah. But I mean, it was he nice was such to a good sport that he showed there. up and you know was well, there it's your for that. Business as he should. It's my business. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I don't need him to. I don't need him to love Ula, but I need him to support that this is this is what I do. Right. And I need him to support me as a partner in that, and he does. Right. And he even got his picture taken. And it is, and we do acknowledge that it is tough for some partners yeah. to understand. And again, not just partners. I have a friend mm-hmm. who, um, she is just like, can you guys not talk about Ula? Yeah. I tonight? have definitely people in my life who can say you that. Please not, can you not I just want to Ula? talk about something different tonight. Yeah. And she takes Ula, but she's not in, she doesn't work yeah, she's, yeah, and so she's just like you know. I take Ula. I love Ula. She's like, but I don't want, I don't to, want to talk, talk about, about it all the time. Every time we get together, yeah, makes total sense. Yeah, and I think we, as people who um, do do Ula, I think we also need to be conscientious of how much we talk about it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I used to remember. Okay, before Ula, I mean, I had good friends, but I didn't have like, before his, Ula was born. Before Ula was born, I had I had good friends, but I feel like my friendships through Ula are just like really like soul level friendships. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many conversations I sat through with Rob talking about climbing with his friends. And I remember being so bored. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have a little, I mean, I have some understanding. Yeah. It's the same with Mike, like rafting or kayaking. Totally. I'm just like, yeah, I like it. I mean, it's great. Need it's water. I do like water, but we're gonna talk about that river again. Again. Wow, fascinating. Yeah, and so yeah, I'd say you know having having a level of support from our partners, but also being conscientious of how us talking about them all the way all talk. Being conscientious <laughs> about how much we're talking about it in front of them, like for us to have that that consciousness about it, and then also just I think you know I think there are some frank conversations that probably need to happen in a lot of people's relationships that go a little something like this: I need you to support my happiness. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like Mike found out, like totally. when I didn't go, he was like, "Have you? You need to go." And yes. I'm like, "Why?" Well, Seems to bother you. I guess I Seems won't. Seems like this is an issue for you. Yeah, I guess I won't go. And he right. was just like, you are a wreck this week. Go. You need to go. Like, yeah. he was like, I'll make whatever happen, happen, yeah. Yeah. so you can go. Totally. And that yeah. was a very helpful conversation for him to get And again, the... I think we have to realize, like, the the even to have these types of conversations that that we say, this is something that makes me really happy and makes me feel fulfilled. I need your support as my partner in this. Those conversations suck. They it's not going to feel good, but right. it's going to feel better once you get through it as a couple. And I also am one of those weird, and maybe you guys are too, where I'm like, you should just know that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you should just read my mind. If you guys haven't noticed, both Bernice and myself are slightly difficult to be married to. <laughs> <laughs> read my mind. <laughs> read the cues. It's obviously important to me, but 
as a therapist, <laughs> people can't read minds. People yeah. people have difficulty reading cues, sure. even in long-term relationships, and sometimes more so in long-term relationships. Yeah, because you can ignore some things. Because we just ignore stuff. We get comfortable. Yeah. So that is like what you said. I loved how you said, you know, we, we need to talk about that this is important to me. Yeah. And what can we do to make it better for you? Yes. So that I can continue to enjoy this. Yes, exactly. And if they're like, I don't want you to talk about it when you get home, then okay, maybe you need to respect that. Yeah. You were gone for an hour, you did your thing, maybe an hour and a half, you know, when you, two hours when you tack on the driving and socializing. with friends. Yeah, and then just say, okay, I respect that. You know, I got to commit myself to that for two hours, and so when I get home, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever you need to do to strike that balance of self-fulfillment, but also respect for the partnership, but also respect to a certain degree, because I am very much a proponent of just being like, hello, I need your support in this too. Yeah, like, I'm not going to tiptoe around your feelings because I am now feeling better about my life or myself yeah. or happier in my like, journey. Let's or, talk about this because it feels like, and again, like we talked about before, any type of change, even positive change, is going to be difficult. I think sometimes even especially positive mm-hmm. change. Right. Because Correct negative wrong, change might therapist. be like, oh, goodness. Oh, I can help you. You need me. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know. Except I feel for like the movie can... Tully. I'm oh, so sorry. my God. Don't in. start with me on Tully. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, we both oh. watched it um, separate flights, but both on the flights over we to were Hawaii. We totally impacted by that it. That show was... Whoa. Whoa. But he... Where was her husband? Where was her husband? This Here's is a thing. woman in a manic... Don't tolerate your husband not helping out mm. and laying in bed playing video games at night, not noticing how absolutely tired and... and, and and like, psychotic you might yes, be getting. Absolutely. She was obviously entering a postpartum psychosis. Totally. She was in postpartum psychosis. But again, so the, that was the topic. Like some people don't even notice the negative. Oh, sure. Like yes. he didn't even notice no, that. that no, she didn't. was she wasn't sleeping at night. She was baking cupcakes she in the middle of the night and cleaning the house. Long. Yes. Yeah. Not and not really realizing it was a separate self of hers that was doing it at the time. Oh my but God. um it was a bad movie to watch when I'm pregnant with my third Ooh, kid. I was like, I and I haven't had kids. You for should have texted eleven me to years. Watch that movie. And I was just like, Jeez. Joe hasn't had children yet, my daughter, and she was, of course, like, how interesting. And I was over there, like, crying, like, I, I can't watch this. This is very upsetting to me, and you should not be watching this. Like, it was just <laughs> very, like, yeah, it shook was, me. It was a big movie. It was a big movie. It was a big, big movie. But again. Change happens. We have to acknowledge in our lives. Just yes. happens. Yeah, it happens. So, and it's going to affect relationships. That's just mm-hmm. what happens, whether mm-hmm. positive or negative. Yeah. So, be prepared to have those hard conversations right. about this is where I'm at right now. It seems like what's happening for you. Yeah. As I'm doing this and talking about this. Yes. You know, and also striking balance with each other so that I have this in my life. You know, what do you have in your life? Sure. You know, that same. Or even like, how can you include them in the greater conversation so that it's not just, so maybe it's like, maybe it's like a a realization you had about yourself, like, or, you know, something, if you went to like a workshop or whatever, and there were things that brought up some questions in you, then to be like, Hey, I, I, I just like, I've been thinking about this lately. Like, what do you think? Maybe include them in these conversations yes. that are, are the reason that you are feeling like, oh my gosh, ooh, 
like how I wonder if there's another way that we could we could um, we could include them in the conversation without mm-hmm. including them in ula or even ula conversation mm-hmm. but just whatever these whatever you're getting or whatever's coming up for you figuring out how to include your partner in some of that mm-hmm. cuz there is a sense of exclusion or they yeah. feel excluded perhaps right. Oh, you're growing in ways that I don't understand. Yeah, right. And I'm not sure what, you know, what does that mean what is that? What for is us that? even? Totally. You know. But of yeah. course, I also have the selfish side, which is like, I'm freaking going to do it. It makes me happy. Yeah. So you deal with it. Well, again, and like I said, <laughs> you and I are both like that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to work in every partnership because mm-hmm. those just aren't the dynamics that have been created. But at least in your and my marriage, those are absolutely the dynamics that have been created. But I would also argue that we give that exact liberty to our partner. Exactly. I totally agree. And it's a agree. two-way street. Yeah. I expect that in my marriage and I also allow that in my marriage. Yes, I do too. And so any, like, I I support him 100% in his personal endeavors and I love that, but I I get it back. But I expect the same. I, I expect the same thing in mm-hmm, my... Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, everybody understands their own... Or, you know, we I guess we don't always understand our relationships either. Mm-mm. But everybody has to figure out what works for your personality, your partner's personality, kind of like the commitments you've made to one another, you know, um, the, the, the structures that you've set in place for how your family works. And not that those are set in stone. I think those can also shift and change. But, um, but you know, figuring out how to keep the peace, but also understanding a little disruption isn't always the worst thing. Any sort of change is going to cause disruption. It causes disruption. And again, like we talk about, not everything is going to feel pleasant. No, not everything is going to feel And it doesn't pleasant. mean it's bad. And I was just, I'm going to totally segue back to Ula for a second. I'm going to segue to Ula 1. So much of what I talk about in my Ula 1 classes about is about like, you know, it's a love letter to yourself and being gentle with yourself and not making these crazy demands on your body, but but just allowing yourself to be as you are in that space. But I really struggle when I talk about when we get to the fire section and we're doing the push-ups or we're doing, you know, the, the, the type of work that's creating a lot of burn and maybe discomfort in our bodies. And so sometimes... I struggle queuing through that section because the rest of the class I'm talking about, you know, move in loving ways. But but what's so important to remember is that loving yourself is allowing yourself to change. And most of the time, change has an element of discomfort mm-hmm. to it. So push so acknowledging that discomfort, staying connected and staying committed to the discomfort because you know that transformation, that growth, that change is on the other side of that discomfort. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes for relationships inside of our body. I think that goes for relationships in, in partnership. I think that so many times we're afraid to change or we don't allow ourselves to grow because we're afraid of that discomfort or how it's going to make my partner feel or how it's going to shift my life. And those changes can feel really scary, but committing to that sense of discomfort as long as it is with a loving intention mm-hmm. you know you got to walk through the fire mm-hmm. no I, I agree and blaze blaze breton blaze yeah in uh my in florida she just posted something on the community page about the sexualization um 
uh, podcast we just did, but I pulled something out of it for me and Ula One and the fire section. Oh, cool. Because Blaze is a fitness instructor. Yeah. And she said, you know, I have to put people in un- uncomfortable positions. Sure. That's what they're asking me to do. They're asking to get physically fit. And it's and, uncomfortable. And, and improving their flexibility and all. Sure. And she said, and it's uncomfortable. And as we get older, and I don't mean older like 50, 60, 70. I mean older like 20, 20, 30, 40, you sure. know, because you, you, you no longer kind of climbing around on the ground. Yeah. Right. So you're not used to getting on all fours. Oh, sure. She yeah. even brought that up. You're not used to getting on all fours. Uh-huh. You're not used to like rolling around on the ground. Yeah. Um, where young kids are. Oh, for sure. And I love that whole sense of like pushing yourself past the familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally. like, oh, right. She said, because it's just because it feels uncomfortable, like Rory's saying, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yes. Because you should do it. That's yes. whole being, that's physical fitness. That's the yes. body. Yes. The body wants to be on all fours. You know, totally. it's, that's how it develops. Yeah. And it was yeah. funny. Ray had a, a basketball practice last night and he wants me to stay because yeah. he's feeling comfortable. And they're doing crab crawls across the floor. Oh, yeah. So then, of course, I'm like, I wonder if I could do that. Oh, no, you didn't. And you I got did. down. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> She's that mom. <laughs> I'm all, yeah. But it was that whole feeling of like, again, pushing ourselves <laughs> into the discomfort because I have like, I'm like, I don't want it to be uncomfortable. Right. I'm 56. Yeah. You know. I don't want to do things that, yeah, that don't feel. It's not totally comfortable. Right. You know, yeah. but it's like, well. Yeah. It's not comfortable. Good. It's, it's not comfortable. Good. Do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. As long as it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tear something. Right. Or I'm going to gonna... break my hip or something like that, which I'm not, you yeah. know, you know when you're going to do something like that. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing in relationships. We're going to grow. We're going to change. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come that are going to make us react differently. Mm-hmm. And so we have to stay open in relationship mm-hmm. to change, to discomfort about change, mm-hmm. and to always being open to redefining who we are. I think that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you get a, what's, I mean, just that, like, you get to rewrite your story as yeah. many times as, as you, you want. want. As you want. And we have to allow our partners to yeah. rewrite their stories. Right. They might be like, well, wait, you started well. rewriting yours and I, but then now it changes mine. But my, what about my story? <laughs> right. What about my story now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, Good you point. rewrite your story too. Yeah. Or, you know, you give me the, these, these, these times. Well, I want you to, to make sure that you're doing things that fulfill your own needs as well. Like sometimes we can also even just encourage our partners to make sure they're taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. So yeah, I think everyone can grow. I think it's just a level of, 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 um, consciousness to how it's affecting our partner and a level of, um, definitely honesty. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I, I feel like. We are in relationships so that we can each grow. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that is, that is the purpose of, um, you know, uh, when, whenever they say like, you know, you can't change anyone. Don't expect anyone else to change. I call BS on that because I would hope that my partnership and my relationships with other people absolutely change me. Mm-hmm. I 100% want to make sure all of the relationships that I'm intimately in are helping to make me a better person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want you to just accept me. I mean, yes, I want you to accept me for who I am, but I'm okay if you call me out on my stuff mm-hmm. or help me see things in a different way, you know? Yeah, that's what that's life... That's the beauty of a 
a part. That's and a, we can't do all this work alone. And that's the difficult part too. Totally difficult. Where part. I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't agree with the that. resistance. Whatever. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I need to listen up for a little bit here. Right. You know. Otherwise, I just go sit in my house and do the exact same thing I've been doing. Yeah. Like I want to keep evolving, growing, pushing the envelope. I do, and I need, I need the people in my life to help me get there. Oh yeah. Yeah, we all do. We totally do. Yeah. We're social creatures. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, we totally strayed off topics for some of this, but Mm. would love to hear how everyone else either is currently navigating, has navigated, you know, maybe you've brought your partner into this, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, super interesting stuff. Yeah. Great question. Thanks for that question. Yeah. Thanks for that question. And, um, we love hearing from you guys. So, um, also just want to say this real quick. (laughs) We are totally booking out for 2019. So if you want us to come to your town for either you guys, we would come for, empowerment weekends which are which are grouped in with our trainings or for workshops or what whatever it is just let us know so that we can we can we can get it scheduled we can get it scheduled our, it's, with this third little baby on the way i'm really really conscious about um travel time travel time so we're trying to limit it to like one weekend away a month so as you can understand it's gonna it's it already is filling up the schedule fast but these types of conversations are what our workshops are all about it's just it's basically like just diving into life and how Mm -hmm. we all navigate and talking with one another and sharing sharing stories and so yeah yeah like we would love to have these types of conversations live with you all they're just so much more, uh, I don't know, <laughs> better when it's not just you and me. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> well, it's just mind expanding. so much. Yeah, and it, that's the beauty of group work and working with a bunch of people. Totally. And sharing stories and growing with each other and, and just yeah. realizing we're not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone. We're not isolated. Mm-mm. This is not. It feels like that sometimes, but totally. when we get to work together, it's like, wow, okay. It's I really needed to cool. hear that. Yeah, exactly. We need to hear that. Exactly. So yeah. thank you also to those who write in with questions or share love that. your experience and comments in the community page. You guys are awesome. We love you. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Do do ula. Do do ula. Do you do the ula? <laughs> do you do the ula? <laughs> I do do the ula. I do do the ula. I mean, I think we also need to be That's conscientious. That's a new t-shirt. Do do the ula. Do 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 ula. Do 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 la. Do do la. Do ula. Do the ula. Ah yes, I do do the ula. I love the ula. Mm, yeah.